In this episode, we're doing chocolate avocado mousse, a quick and easy dessert that you can infuse and make and have in your belly in probably less than 10 minutes. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. And who am I? I'm your gracious host, Marge. I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let's get right into it, shall we? Although I guess before we get right into it, just a little bit of stuff from the past week. I've been making up edibles as per usual, making some tea from my already vaped cannabis coming from my Dynavap. But if you're using a different dry herb vaporizer, guess what? The same thing applies. You can use that used up bud that looks toasty brown, but not burnt. Well, that's decarbed cannabis, my friends. Don't throw it away. Keep it. Keep it in a jar. I keep mine. It does take a bit for it to add up because I'm not a heavy smoker, but when it does pile up a little bit, you can use it to make... I've been using it to make tea. I haven't really used too much for it that I that I can think of for other things, although I did make something recently. What was it? Fuck, I've done so many episodes at this point. I can't quite remember, but I have used it to make something else, but I can't remember what. But the beauty of that, of course, is that you can skip the decarb. You are decarbing while you're smoking. How amazing is that? So I will let that go for the minute and get off my dry herb vaporizer uh, soapbox. But if you are thinking of smoking cannabis, that is such a fantastic way to do it. Let me know what you like to use to smoke if you do, or vape, or whatever. But... One thing I wanted to talk about before I got into this week's recipe is a note that I got from listener Tracy in Ontario, Canada. And Tracy, if you're listening to this, I really appreciate the correspondence that we've had. And Tracy sent me a note recently and she had in it something that I had never thought about and I thought it was so wonderful that I really needed to share it. So this is what Tracy said to me. Really enjoy your podcast, not only the topics, but your honesty. I have a suggestion for fellow newbies starting out making edibles. Get a friend involved. A good friend and I started uh, together making gummies and topicals. It was fun. It made it a safe environment to fail in. We now cheerlead each other on, share recipes and experiences, and it's been a blast. Cheers and keep up the good work. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for the kind words. But really what I wanted to highlight was the idea of getting a friend involved. I don't know why I've never talked about that or thought about that before. In this day and age, we're still all suffering through and trying to figure things out during COVID and we can feel pretty isolated sometimes. It's what a wonderful idea it is to get a friend on board to help you make these edibles. And if they don't know much about cannabis, well, of course, you can always introduce them to the podcast, maybe introduce them to cannabis a little bit and show them all the wonderful things that cannabis can bring to your life, because it really can bring a lot of good things, can't it? And as Tracy suggests, one of the things it can bring is friendship. Why not find a buddy? Because it is such a great idea to have somebody that you can talk to about it in real time. Of course, you're always welcome. Anybody listening that has a question or a query, of course, feel free to send me an email. But it doesn't really quite, uh, it's not really quite the same, is it? That having somebody in your kitchen with you working alongside you. And that friend doesn't have to be, you know, it could be a spouse. It could be, uh, it could be anybody, really. Just anybody you think that would enjoy making edibles with you or topicals in Tracy's case or, or what have you. I really love that idea. So if you have a friend 
that you love making edibles with already and you want to give them a shout out on the show, hit me up, bite me podcast at fastmail.com, or you can always send a message via the speak pipe feature on the website and I could showcase them on the show. I would love to do that. Connecting friends, doing shout outs. I do remember always listening on the radio and sometimes when people would give shout outs on the radio, do they still even do that anymore? Is this radio still a thing? I'm not really sure, but I always thought it was so much fun. So if you want to send a shout out to a friend or you have a story about you and a friend making edibles, consuming edibles or anything, of course, let me know. I love to hear it. And I love to share this kind of stuff on the show for everyone else to enjoy. And speaking of shout outs, I'm going to give a shout out to my coworker, Nico and his girlfriend, Haley, who listen to the podcast as well. And I just want to say, hi, guys, if you're listening at some point while you're driving, I know you guys like to listen a lot while you're driving. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. So chocolate avocado mousse. Don't like avocado? Well, maybe this one's not for you, but you don't taste the avocado if that helps. This recipe was inspired by Tea God, the green organic Dutchman. And these guys have a product that we carry in our dispensary. It is called, shit, what do they actually call it? Hang on. They call it, they call it Ripple by Tea God. And again, tea got is short for the green organic Dutchman. Now this powder is, like I said, it's available at our dispensary and it's available at pretty well any most legal dispensaries. Oh, shoot. My timer just went off for the bread that I'm making. If you heard that, but most legal dispensaries uh, probably carry this product. And essentially what Ripple is, is it is a uh, dissolvable, flavorless cannabis powder. And I thought that was a pretty intriguing product idea. Uh, You're supposed to be able to add it to drinks and foods and whatever it is that you want to infuse. And by magic, the stuff will get you high. Uh, The only only downside I find, again, and I've talked about this numerous times on the show, is currently on the Canadian legal market, all edibles are capped at 10 milligrams a package. And that means that one packet of their ripple powder is 10 milligrams. They also carry a two and a half milligram powder um, packet as well. And while these, you know, two and a half milligrams for myself is going to have zero effect. So is 10 milligrams for that matter. So I actually added two of these packages to the mousse that I made and I... I'm not even really sure I felt anything from that, to be completely honest. Uh, I was smoking a little bit too, but I'm pretty familiar with the onset of an edibles high. So if this is, this is a great idea for somebody who is maybe beginning on their edibles journey and figuring out their tolerance, excellent for that for sure. If you're introducing this to somebody new who's never done edibles before. But as for a more experienced person, these ratios are a little bit too low. Now, that's okay. You can still make this mousse, you can still make it delicious, and you can still infuse it. You don't have to use this powder. But I was just really intrigued because not only do they have these ripple powders in our store, but of course, like every good marketer, they have marketing materials sitting up by the cash register. And one of them was a pad. They had two pads of recipes. And I ripped off this chocolate avocado mousse recipe because it looked really good. And I wanted to try it. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to give these ripple powders a try too, just to see what they, they feel and look like, whether or not they really are dissolved or not. 
Now, in the show notes, I'm going to list this one. This is great for Canadian listeners, but likely, I'm not really sure how that works. I don't think they're available in the US of A because I'm I'm, not, I'm pretty sure that, you know, LPs, licensed producers in Canada have to sell in Canada and licensed producers in the States have to sell in the States. And I don't think there's too much overlap as far as that goes, which is kind of too bad because I see some of the stuff going on in the US of A and holy shit, you guys have got some amazing producers down there making great stuff. And of course we do up here as well, but it would be certainly nice to try out some of that stuff down South, but I will be adding to the show notes this Ripple Powder so you can find it online and see where you might be able to find it where you're at if you're in Canada. And I have seen ones available in the States as well. So I'll link to those because if they are handy and you want have a chance to try it out, it's kind of fun to try it out just to see or maybe even have it as a backup plan, like depending on where your tolerance or potency lies. You know, if you're ever feeling lazy and want to make a really quick edible, having a, you know a couple packets of those on hand isn't a terrible idea. So I grabbed one of these recipes and it was the chocolate avocado mousse. And it really, it was really good. I have to say it was really good. So I'll get back to the powders in a minute. But as far as the recipe goes, this one, the way they have it made is actually, I'm looking at it really quickly here, is pretty well a vegan recipe too. So if you're vegan, you can make this and enjoy it. Uh, Of course, when I made it, I didn't make it vegan basically because I use what I had on hand. And all you need for this one is almond milk, uh, cocoa powder, maple syrup, an avocado, vanilla, cinnamon, and salt. And then of course, your your ripple dissolvable powder. And when I made this one, I ended up using milk instead because I didn't have any almond milk in the fridge. And I didn't really want to go out and buy a whole carton of almond milk for one third of a cup. Now, because yeah, that's like, I don't know, I just don't drink a lot of almond milk. And I had milk in the fridge already. I didn't want to have to make an extra trip to the store. Yes, I could have, you know, if I was feeling really lazy, maybe order something on Instacart. Eh? Have you ever tried Instacart? I am an affiliate for that. But you know, it's kind of crazy just to do it for one item. So I used the milk, it worked great. And I used, I think it was homogenized milk. So like a, you know, a fattier milk and it worked fine. It worked great. I imagine that the almond milk would have been nice because it would have imparted sort of a slightly nutty flavor to it, I'm sure, but I didn't have that on hand. You could probably also use, if you had it, even a heavier milk, like a, like a cream too. I'm sure that would have made it really delicious as well. So don't feel like you have to stick to the almond milk if you don't have it on hand, but you have everything else. Try it with the regular milk and you'll probably be pleasantly surprised at how well it turns out. Now, it also called for avocado and... I did have an avocado, but you know how sometimes like I had these avocados sitting on the counter and I think a couple of them got a little neglected and you know how sometimes you buy avocados and you have them in that, that netted bag and you bring them home from the grocery store and they're hard as a rock. And then you sit them on the counter and you're like, okay, this will take a few days to ripen. And then they do, and they seem to ripen all at once, all at the same time. And suddenly you're eating like, like three avocados a day. Well, this is one of the tail ends of one of those bags. And this avocado didn't look that great when I opened it up. You know how they kind of go sort of half brown inside? And I'm sure they're fine to eat still, but they really look really unappetizing. So I picked out all the good stuff. Now, this recipe calls for a half avocado. But the avocado, if you have a small one, you could probably just use the whole thing. I would encourage you to use the whole thing. And I'm going to tell you why. 
I am so sick of finding half avocados in the fridge. Have you ever found a half avocado in the fridge like two days later and you're like, ew, gross, it looks disgusting and obviously you're not going to eat it. I know people put half avocados in the fridge and I've been guilty of this myself, you know, thinking I'm just going to eat it later. I'm going to have it tomorrow morning or whatever. And then you don't because usually by the time you get back to it, it's turned all brown and again, looks super unappealing. So I just didn't want to do that. And of course, this avocado was all kind of gross anyway. So I picked out all the good stuff. And then I had some frozen avocado in my freezer. And I threw in a few pieces of that just to make up for the avocado that I had to compost because it looked disgusting. And the advantage of using some of the frozen is be is that it kind of makes cools down your, your mousse right away, which means you don't like you can serve this at room temperature or you can chill it first. And if you're liking it chilled, it is pretty nice with a, a chilled, then you can kind of, you know, this the frozen avocado sort of lent itself to a quick chill, if you will, which is sort of a little bit of a life hack, if you will. And it worked quite well. And you don't need to add too much. I just added a few pieces of this chopped avocado. And I have to say, I love having chopped avo- like frozen avocado in the fridge, freezer, sorry, so that I can add it to smoothies and stuff like that really quick and easy because of the aforementioned problem of having avocados ripen too quickly and not being really at the right ripeness when you need it. They never seem to be exactly the way you need it. Now, the other thing I found when I was making this is that this this recipe, as it was written, was for one serving, which was kind of nice because I was looking to make an edible one evening after work. I was tired. It had been a long day. I had been busy doing other things after work too. And I wanted something quick. And I was just like, you know what? I finally, I had bought these like dissolvable powders a few weeks ago. And I was like, I am going to finally give this a shot. And the recipe literally took like not that long at all to put together. I was less than 10 minutes. And I had probably eaten it within the 10 minutes that I started to make it. But I found that it, you, you're supposed to make it in your blender. And I found that because there is so little ingredients and I have a, a bigger blender, it just really, this recipe lends itself well to making in larger batches. And it's just the frozen avocado that I happened to throw in was just like, you know, going all over the place in the blender and it kind of splashed up all the sides and you really had to, you know, scrape it down to make sure you weren't wasting any product because obviously it's all going to be infused and stuff. So this one would do much better if you have a smaller blender or a smaller blender cup to put it in. And I don't have one. It made me think one of these days I should probably get one. But if you have like a little Nutribullet or something like that, or just a smaller blender cup that you can put on your blender, it would do really well. Or alternatively, if you want to increase the batch and make it into a larger batch because it would uh, it would just blend easier if you have more in the blender. Like it really doesn't call for a whole lot of ingredients. It's a, the one serving is literally one serving. So that was really my only complaint about making this recipe is that having a smaller blender would lend itself well. Now, let's say you don't have any powder or you go to the store and you're like, oh my God, they're so expensive because I do find the powders to be a little pricey in our store. Forget what their cost, about seven Canadian dollars. And that's plus, and then there's tax on top of that. So when you're putting in a couple of these dissolvable powders into this recipe for one serving, uh, that was like a $15 mousse that I just made with all the rest of the ingredients costing me quite a bit less than that. So it is an expensive way to do it. And I don't blame you if you're like, well, I don't really want to 
go that route? How can I make this without doing that? I think the easiest thing would be to infuse, use the infused syrup. Now I have infused honey that would probably lend itself well as, as well. I feel like I'm saying lend itself well a lot today. I'm not sure why, what I have been doing that would make me want to do that. Anyway, I digress. The maple syrup would probably be a great way to infuse it without using the powder. It calls for one to two tablespoons of maple syrup. And because it's a single serving, depending on how strong your, your mousse is, you can adjust ingredients, adjust the ingredients as necessary or as needed to, um, to do that or to infuse it to the ratio that you like. And I think you could use honey here too. Now, because it is, it looks to be a vegan recipe, they used maple syrup instead of honey because a lot of vegan folks don't eat honey. But if you had infused honey on hand, you could probably use that instead because obviously they're just using the maple syrup or something like that to sweeten it instead of using sugar. So that would be the easiest way to probably infuse it. And I really like to have infused honey on hand. I find I used it a lot. I use it a lot, but I am planning on using or infusing some syrup myself come in the next uh, week or two, just because there's some things I want to use to make, want to use infused syrup for. And I'll probably try this mousse again and try that as well. But that is one way you could do it without having to use the pricier powders. You could also infuse some of the milk and it doesn't have to be, I guess you only need a third of a cup, but it does seem like sometimes a lot of work to go that route. But that is another way. If you just so happen to have infused milk on hand and you're like, what the hell do I use this for? Or infused cream or whatever, then that is another option. Although I feel like the infused milk might impart more taste, more of a green taste to it than the syrup or the honey might. So if you don't want to go out and invest in any powders or get into any of that stuff and you have no curiosity surrounding that whatsoever, just go the route of the sweetener of the milk. And there you have a delicious chocolate avocado mousse that is really tasty. It's quick to make. You can easily increase it to make larger batches if you want to serve it to a few more people. You can make it vegan or not. The versatility of this recipe, I really like, and I like how quick it is to make, to whip up. And a chocolate avocado mousse is sort of a classy, nice little dessert if you're, you know, having some friends over or something like that or or what have you, or you and a, a significant other or, or whatever the occasion calls for. Um, this is a really nice dessert to serve, especially if you put it in a nice serving dish of some kind to make it look pretty. And you can always do that. In fact, in the picture that they have here, and maybe I'll take a picture of it and post it in the show notes as well. They've put some kind of like cream topping on top, which looks kind of nice and served it in a, almost what looks like a stemless wine glass. So you can really get creative with this kind of, this kind of recipe. And, you know, it's a great recipe to have on hand. If you want to have it non-infused, perhaps you have guests who don't want it infused. In which case you have to get a little more creative, but sometimes that's where the dissolvable powders come in. You might be able to stir those in afterwards, although of course they're probably better otherwise, but but there you go. That is a really fun recipe to try, especially if you were like me and it's been a long day and you're tired and you just want to just want to enjoy your edible, but you don't want and you don't have any. I really need to make a batch of cookies. I've been really busy lately and Oh man, sometimes getting the time in the kitchen to do that kind of stuff is uh, is tricky. And I'm sure you are all experiencing the same thing, but I think I'm going to be doing some batch cooking soon and putting some of this stuff in the freezer. 
because you have to, because remember my friends, if you get really busy and you have something in the freezer, how nice it is to be able to pull something out when you've had a long day and you've got something ready to go. So that is it for this week, my friends. Uh, a couple of things that I did want to mention while I'm thinking about it, and it's really hard for me to think about this in a way because these are projects that I've been working on for the show that are upcoming, but I'm recording this a few weeks out before it's going to be, before you'll be listening to this. So hopefully all my plans are going to fall together as I'm hoping, or hopefully all my plans will fall together as, as, uh, as intended. So that by the time you're listening to this, the calculate your dosing calculator that I was working on will be live. So if you're listening to this, head over to the website and under the resources page, there's a calculate your dosing section and that will have a calculator where you should be able to just plug in the information for your edible and then it'll tell you what approximately how potent it is per serving. And for those of you who, you know, you've probably, maybe you've been to the site, maybe you haven't, but I did have the steps on how to figure it out yourself. And that will still be there because, you know, some people are more math inclined than others, but it also gives you the rationale behind the calculations too, if you're just using the calculator. But the idea is that if you're making something and you want to know sort of the range of potency for yourself, or if you're giving it to somebody, especially as the holiday season gets closer and people are going to be you know, probably making and sharing edibles, it's always good to have a good idea of how potent they are when you're consuming or giving them away. And I'm hoping that this will make it easier for you guys so that you have a handy place to go and just figure out how potent things are. And this means you don't have to buy any expensive devices and you don't have to hurt your brain trying to figure it out yourself. The idea is that you should be able to just go in, plug in some numbers, assuming you have the basic numbers and and be able to figure it out. It is just something that I think a lot of people look for and you can bookmark this section and use it whenever you want, however you want. And that's just one thing I'm working on. So check that out. And the other thing I'm hoping will be live by the time this episode uh, is, this episode goes out is aprons. I am having some aprons made. They're going to be made in Canada. They're made in Canada apron. They're going to have two pockets because I do have an apron at home that I do like to use because sometimes I'm wearing something and I don't want to get flour or whatever all over it. But I do like to have a pocket because I still use wired headphones and oh my God, if I had a dollar for every time I got caught on a kitchen cupboard knob with those headphones, I would be a rich woman by now. But I like to have a pocket. So if I'm listening to a podcast or something, I can have it in my pocket with headphones because sometimes the rest of the people I live with don't want to listen to what I'm listening to or it's a distraction. Or you just, I don't know, pockets are handy. More things should have pockets. More women's clothing should have pockets, but that's a whole other discussion for another day. So these aprons are going to be um, Canadian-made uh, it was important to me that they're made in North America. They're going to have pockets and it's going to have the Bite Me po- the Bite Me show about edibles uh, logo on the front. And I'm not having too many of them made just to see um, how it goes because this is, I've never done anything like this before in this particular show or any other point in life before. And if you're interested, they will hopefully be live on the website and you can buy one. And... Uh, enjoy wearing your bite me 
apron in the kitchen while you're making edibles. Maybe even listening to the show while you're making edibles. Holy full circle right there. Isn't that amazing? So anyway, hopefully those will be live too. And I'm kind of excited about that. So how else can you support the show? Well, as I've said before, you're doing it right now, my friend. You are listening. And by listening to the show, you're supporting the show. You can also support the show by subscribing to it so that you get the shows as soon as they come out. They come out every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can support the show by reviewing it. Uh, There'll be a link in the show notes. I think it's something called Love the Podcast or something to that effect. And you can go on and leave a review. And I love to read reviews out now that I have one place where they all go and I can see them. I do like to read those out so I can do that too if you leave one for me. You can also support the show by using my affiliate links when they appear in the show notes, if that's something that you want to do. And just remember, if you use any of those, um, that isn't no extra charge to you. I do get a small commission. Usually it's very, very small, but that is at no extra charge to you. That's just something, another way that you can help out. And you can also support the show by buying me a cookie through the buy me a cookie platform, I guess. And, uh, that's, uh, that's another way. So there's lots of ways. And like I said, you're already doing it. And really right there, that's amazing. Uh, Just the idea that somebody out there is listening to me right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So keep listening, my friends. I hope you give this recipe a shot. Let me know what you think. You can send me a message, bite me podcast at fastmail.com once again. And of course, if you want to message me on Instagram, that is the platform I'm probably the most active on, but you could send me messages on Facebook as well. I probably will get them eventually, maybe not as quickly. Um, but yeah, I, I love to hear from you guys. It really, it really uh, makes me happy and puts a smile on my face. And uh, that's it for this week, my friends. Stay high.